Good morning. It's good to see you all in church this morning. Well, my sermon this morning is called Hitting a Wall. It's up on the screen. Yeah, it took me ages to do this PowerPoint, and it didn't even work this morning. But the tech guys have done great this morning. We had some problems. They sat at the front. Well done. Well, yeah, it's called Hitting a Wall. And uh, through your life, you will encounter problems, and you can think of it just as hitting a wall. And uh, you might hear people talking about life as a race, like we're running the race and heaven's a goal or whatever. And uh, if you ask any long-distance athlete, they'll tell you that in their race, there's a point they come to where they just can't go on, and they have to stop. The, you know, the lungs are giving up. They don't know what to do. They, they want to stop. And they'll, they actually call that hitting the wall. And uh, there's a clip I want to show you here that kind of illustrates this.
Yeah, I'm not sure if you heard it, it was pretty quiet, but uh, oh well. Yeah, just like in the film, see, when he hit the wall, he stopped and he looked back and uh, there was uh, all the people behind him and uh, he was like, oh no, he's hit the wall. And, uh, <laughs> he says, uh, you see, in life, um, Satan will be behind us and he'll be telling us, oh, you can't do it. And you see in the film there where he was running towards the wall and these voices were in his head, oh, you can't do this, you're a quitter, you're good for nothing. You see, Satan will be behind you shouting, you can't do this. What are you doing? You can't overcome this wall. See, God wants to pull out that brick in the wall and show you what's on the other side. See, when, you're, when you hit your wall, you have no motivation at all to carry on. And you're in that dark place and the only motivation you have, the only inspiration you have to carry on is what's on the other side. God's going to show you what he has in front of you. And that's your motivation to break down the wall. So in life, you block out the voices and the negatives standing behind you. you. Focus on what God has for you, and then he can help you overcome the wall. See, I'm sure you've heard this before, but God wants you to focus on the, uh, what's coming ahead of you and not what's behind you. Just like in a car, the windscreen is bigger than the rearview mirror. <laughs> so uh, what is a wall? <laughs> what is a wall? It's a continuous vertical structure that divides one area from another. And in that, the word divides is crucial because an enemy puts up these walls to divide you from your future. <laughs> um, walls can come in various different forms. They can come in depression, sickness, financial sin, addiction. Uh, in the Bible, David writes, um, Lord, you give light to my lamp. My God brightens the darkest darkness behind me. With your help, I can attack army, armies. With God's help, I can jump over a wall. And in the God's Word translation, it says, With you, I can attack a line of soldiers. With my God, I can break through barricades. And uh, you see, David writes that, and he's saying, With my God, and uh, Lord, and he's saying, You give light to my lamp. He's not saying this to do it by himself. And uh, it's not the, um, what, he, what he's done for himself. It's with God. He makes that pretty clear. And it's not, my second point here is, uh, Not all wars are put up by the devil. Which means that some walls can be overcome um, by making right decisions and obedience. So that in the walls of Jericho, uh, they had no clue why they were marching around some walls, but they, obe- they were obedient and uh, the walls came down. So they made the right decisions and uh, they were obedient. So no matter how big the wall is compared to you, it's never impossible. I mean, look at David. He was standing in front of a pretty big wall and he was facing Goliath. And, and he was stood there and... Uh, Goliath was a huge guy, and he was tiny, and he wasn't even a soldier. David wasn't even a soldier in there. He was, he was the lunch boy, and you think, oh, in church, you know, I'm only serving teas or coffees, or I'm not off at the front doing anything, and you think, well, David was a lunch boy. I mean, what was he doing in the grand scheme of things? And look how he overcame it. But you see, he says, again, he says, with you and with my God, I can overcome things. And it's not with these years of practice, although the years of practice David put in to be good at what he did it was so useful. So, I mean, I encourage you to be as excellent as you can in the gift God's given you. Because uh, when it comes time for you to use it, you need to be ready to use it. So if David hadn't have practiced for those many years and gone through the times that he did, he would never have been able at that point, and God would never have been able to use the gift that he had. So you see, when faced with the big problem, remember that God is there for you, and he will help you overcome it. He helped David, he's helped people all the way through the Bible, and still today he's helping people. So size doesn't matter, but neither does skill or ability. Just think of the tortoise and the hare. (laughs) 
The tortoise was plodding along. He had no skill, no ability, nothing. He was up against the hare, the fastest one. Everyone thought, yeah, he's going to win. See, everyone looks down on the underdog. They always think, oh, you're not going to win. Quitter. This guy's not going to do anything. What's he good for? And they're always going to be looking at the people they think is going to win. But I guess look how that turned out. See, Satan's going to target an area of weakness in you. But remember that God has all the size, skill, and ability to overcome anything. Satan does know that he's, he will use an area of you in you that you know that you're going to fall. So that you need to be completely at one with God so that you can avoid that. Mothers, oh dear. <laughs> so, life is like a cycle. And in that cycle, there's seasons. So you can have autumn, summer, spring, winter. And you can hear, often hear people describing their current situations as a, saying, oh, you know, life's good. I'm enjoying life. We're in the summer. And they're talking about their current situation. Oh, no. You know, we're in a deep blizzard. We're in the winter here. You know, what, what do we do? It's too cold and life's not going too well. Or, um, you see, in different, different patterns, different seasons are different patterns, like longer and shorter days. So let me ask you, what comes after the night? I have another clip here just for you to watch. Should we give in to this terrorist demands? Do we really think that he's going to... Rather protect an outlaw vigilante than the lives of citizens? So Batman is an outlaw. But that's not why we're demanding he turn himself in. We're doing it because we're scared. We've been happy to let the Batman clean up our streets for us until now. Things are worse than ever! Yes, they are. The night is darkest just before the dawn. I promise you, the dawn is coming. One day, the Batman will have to answer for the laws he's broken. But to us, not to this madman. That clip was from Batman. Best film ever. <laughs> right, um, in that, you might have heard him say, he says, um, the night is darkest just before the dawn, and the dawn is coming. So you see, um, there's an African proverb here, and it says, however long the night, the dawn will break. So as I said before, different seasons mean different patterns, like longer and shorter days. And then some months, uh, it goes darker early. So say if you think of hitting your wall as night, and you're going through the night, and uh, it's painful, and, but remember, the dawn will come. Not every problem is the same size. I mean, no one's not, two people are going to have the same problem, the same size. So, depending on what part of the cycle in will determine how, how long your problem is, depending on who's giving it to you. You see, we don't have just one enemy, we have three. We have the world, the flesh, and the devil. Which means that it's not just one person putting up walls for us, there's three. Three different enemies. Which means there are going to be more than one type of problem. We all have, we all have wall-breaking ability inside us. God put it there. He knows that we'll be able to face it. And he says, with him, we'll be able to face these things. See, God loves us with an unconditional love, and it's massive. I can't even get my head around how, many, how much he loves us. I mean, you think of any love and times it by a billion. <laughs> it's not going to even equal what God loves, how God loves you. So he wouldn't even let us face a wall if he didn't even think we could, we could break it down. And he says, with him. So remember, you have to be obedient, you have to make right decisions, and you have to be with God. 
And it's not by yourself, it's not your own doing, you have to be with God. You see, along the way, there will be people that start to see these walls and they think, oh, I can't do this, and, you know, it's just too big, I, I, I can't overcome this. And they're the people that, are, the walls will stick with them for, it could be an addiction, they might, for years, might not be able to get over an addiction they have, or they, they just can't get over it and it's just going to be there forever, they cannot break it down, they, they just see it and... And those people kind of turn bitter as well. They turn behind you and they're the ones that are negative off. This will never happen. No one will be able to do this kind of thing. You know, you know where's God in all this? But you think, if people are in your time of need and you're thinking, where's God? You know, where is he? I'm feeling so far away from him right now. And uh, I'm sure a lot of you have been there. And, you know, that you're just in a hole. There's nowhere to turn. You, you don't have anything. And you're just thinking, God, where are you? You know, I need you here. And just think if... Uh, if you're feeling far away from God, just ask yourself, who moved? Because uh, God's never going to move. He's always going to be there for you. He's there waiting for his hand out, waiting for you to pull him up. God, for you to, him to pull you up. <laughs> um, yeah, so the people are the ones that are going to be standing behind you thinking, no, this isn't happening. It's, it's not going. All right. I have a story to tell you here about a frog. It's called the frog. I thought I'd lighten the tone a bit. <laughs> the frog. Okay, there once was a small group of frogs, and one day they came across a really tall tower. So they all said to themselves, hey, let's hold the competition, see if we can climb to the top. And this was a huge tower. This was pretty unlikely that anyone was going to make it to the top, but they thought, come on, let's do it. So they were all anxious, let's do it, come on, we can make it to the top. So all the frogs gathered at the bottom of the tower, and they said, okay, ready, here we go, three, two, one, and they're off. And all the spectators there, oh, you'll never be able to do it. Why are you even trying? It's, it's too hard. What are you doing? So they all climb up and frogs are falling off everywhere. And uh, none of them are making it near the top at all. And uh, just a few are left, three are left. And they're climbing, they're, they keep on going. And, and uh, eventually it's just this one frog left. And all the ones that have fallen off, they're, they're at the bottom thinking, oh, I've tried this, you know, this isn't happening. No, no one will be able to climb this. And... It's just too tall. What are you doing? Get down. You're never going to be able to do it. And so they joined the ones at the bottom. And, uh, and uh, so the little frogs were climbing. There was two frogs left. And there was one frog left. And he's, he's near the top. And they're all shouting, No, you can't do it. You can't do it. So this little frog, he makes it right to the top. And he's, he's there. And, and he comes down. And, and they're all, How did you do it? What are you doing? Seeing the frog was deaf. <laughs> A deaf frog. It, can, it, could, it could happen, you never know. <laughs> I'm sure there's many deaf frogs. Um, <laughs> yeah, so, so if you think about it, if you apply that to your life here, right? So the people that are behind you shouting the negatives, you, you can't do this, you know, what are you doing? You're good for nothing, you're queer. So you need to block those out. You need to be deaf to what the world is telling you that you can't do. You need to say, you know what? No, I have my strength in God and... Uh, so you block out the negative talk behind you. You carry on running into the promises of God. You see in the clip before, in the first clip, where he saw, he saw what was on the other side. He got his motivation to carry on. And he saw, come on, you can do it. You can do it. So God's going to be on the other side of your wall saying, come on, you can do this. I'm here for you. Are you with me? Come on, you can do it. Come on. And uh, he shows you a little bit of what's ahead for you. And uh, you take a run up and you smash into the wall. And people shout, no, you can't do it. What are you doing? And uh, in the clip there, he breaks down the wall, and, and it was all mental, it wasn't. Like when he stopped, you heard the, you heard the, uh, the bricks falling in his head. So these, sometimes you can have 
come across many walls. It could be psychological, it could, it could be physical, it could be in anything. So, um, but God wants you to say, come on, you can do it. And you smash down the wall and run into the, what God has for you. So remember that walls are always going to try and hold you back. So don't stand around looking at it and fall back and think, well, you know, God, God is with you. And uh, sprint towards what God has for you. In Philippians 4.13 it says, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. And I think all through this here, and then what David's saying, he, he says, with God. So remember, you're never going to be able to do this on your own. It's always going to be with God. So three things you need to do to break down these walls. You need to be at one with God, and your relationship needs to, with God needs to be completely tight. Uh, the second thing is obedience. You need to be obedient. And the third thing is right decisions. If you're not making right decisions, but you're walking with God, you're never going to get over the wall. And if you're saying, yeah, you know what, I'm walking with God. Yeah, there's a God. I believe in God. But, you know, I'm going to go and drink. I'm going to go do what the world does. You're never, never going to overcome your walls. So you can put up your own walls. And when I was saying that the three enemies are the flesh, the world, and the devil. See, we, if we don't make right decisions, we're in a, in a way putting up our own walls. So we need to be obedient, right decisions, and be at one with God. Yeah, and just to read that again, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. God's saying, you know what, with me, anything, you can do anything. 